0: ever had pity parties where the guest of honor is you, you're getting roasted for all the decisions you have made and how you ended up where you are now, all the while you sit there wishing things were different, blaming places, circumstances, and other people for whatever situation you have in your life. It's a pity party of two, and the one roasting you is yourself. You're listening to Earl Francis on this week's Rehash. Welcome to this week's rehash. I was never one of those who tries to keep up with the Joneses. I never bought or desired things for status symbols or because someone else has it. I like the things I like because it either suits my needs or because it would make my life more comfortable. But what I'm still having trouble shaking off is being envious of others' achievements. I'm happy for them, but I wish I could have done the same thing or something better. Is it a natural feeling? I don't know. But it sure doesn't feel good. I have my share of those pity parties. Fortunately, I have a couple of supportive people that gives me a boost when I need it. But one thing I found that gets me out of my rut quick, makes me appreciate life and puts things in perspective, is when I go out of myself, of my own head, and talk to people, listen to their stories. I recently met with a former schoolmate from high school for lunch. I was hesitant at first because I barely knew the guy. All that we had in common was that we went to the same high school. We were never even classmates. We didn't hang together. We never even had any conversations or at least none that I could recall. So I expected it to be awkward to say the least. But it turned out alright. Better than I expected actually. Looking back at my hesitation, I figured it wasn't because we barely had anything in common, rather it was because I was insecure about myself. I get intimidated of people's achievements and my lack of it, their prosperous careers and my lack of one. But then he tells me his story. He tells me that he misses his kids because between school and work, him and his wife only has the weekends to spend time with them. He was currently on vacation because work is taking its toll on his body. He even had an appointment with his doctor just because of it and needed to recuperate. His story reminded me why I chose to work part time so I could watch my daughter grow, share leisurely meals with her, and talk about anything. It reminded me to appreciate the less stressful part-time work that provides health insurance for my family. And here in California, with its ridiculous standard of living, it's like finding gold. It reminded me that my decisions weren't for naught, that I am where I am because I chose to be, and I don't need to compare myself with others because they have their own priorities their own pursuit of their own kind of happiness. Is that being happy for others' misery? Is that a way of looking at the bright side? For a silver lining? A glass half full kind of thinking? You're listening to Earl Francis on this week's Well, whatever it is, it still puts things in perspective for me. It reminds me to stop complaining and pouting because others may have it worse. We may not have a mansion, but we got a shelter better than those out on the streets. We eat more than enough food compared to most families in third world countries. We could afford some creature comforts while plenty others struggle to just get by. Sure, It's nothing like Bill Gates or Shaquille O'Neal kind of luxury, but still nothing to complain about. Although we could sure use some additional income to get out of the rat race, but at least we are still able to run the race. It also reminded me to be more compassionate. To remember that everyone is going through some kind of challenges and facing their own demons, no matter how they appear from the outside. And if I can't help, at least I can empathize. Although, I admit, I find it hard to empathize when it's our way of living that is being encroached. To each his own, running my own race, being comfortable in my own skin, to focus on what's going right in life tends to bring more of it. Our life is just a reflection of the way we think. I know all these principles. I've read plenty of books about them, but it's the application that I'm having trouble with. It's a work in progress. I do give an effort on steering the way I think, journaling, counting blessings, exercising the body, and taking time to stay still, connecting to nature. Even this podcast is all part of that effort. How about you? What do you do when insecurities haunt you? I know plenty that doesn't seem to have any. For those of us who are still a work in progress, making our efforts to get our minds right and focus on what's good in life, keep at it. For those who have already figured it out, maybe you could share with us how you did it. Thanks for listening. This is Earl Francis for this week's Rehash. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to hit that support button and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.